Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Did you know that there's a specific point where you're the most stable and have the most potential for spiritual acceleration, resolution, release, and abundance? If you're like many people and don't even know what this point is, life can really feel like it's coming at you, happening to you, and you're just buffeted about by circumstances and other people. If, however, you do know what it is, and you can inhabit it more of the time, then your experience could be much more centered, expansive, free, joyful, and even better than all of that. The place from which you can access the limitlessness of who you truly are. I've talked about what I call the zero point before, but today we dive deep into what this is and why it's mission critical for mastering this reality. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration that accompanies this episode is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Let's dive in. So Karen, we've talked about the zero point in previous podcasts. Mm -hmm. I know you mention it in your work a lot. Mm -hmm. Can you explain here what exactly that is? Yeah, I'm really happy you asked that because as you've mentioned, like we've tangentially referred to it, we've talked about it, but we've never gone into an entire episode just on it. So that's why we're going to do this today. So I love that question. So the zero point of space and time is a very specific point. It's when, um, as a shorthand, so people can remember it, it's when you're centered in your body in the present moment of linear time. So before I explain, it's very technical, okay? And if you guys don't understand it when I'm explaining it, it's okay. Just be in the resonance of what is happening and it will start to click in for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into the technical sort of explanation as I understand it now in a bit, but I want to just talk about why it's so important, okay? Mm-hmm. So that people can sort of understand why they care yeah. about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... When you are in the zero point of space and time, the reason I talk about it so much is because it's huge in terms of affecting like a whole bunch of things. So the first thing that it does is that if you're centered in the zero point of space and time is you can hold your space better. So if you don't know what holding your space is, there's a whole episode, I think it's 121, called Steady She Goes, Holding Your Space, Mm -hmm. which is about how to not let everyone else's emotions, urgencies, stresses, all that stuff come into you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that you're not as buffeted about by that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're not in the zero point, especially if you're a big feeler like you or an empathic type, really, really hard to hold to hold your space. Okay, so that's yeah. really important. Um, the second thing is that it accelerates detox because you're centered in the present moment. If you're not in the zero point, you can do detox. You will integrate. It'll just take you a little bit longer. Mm. So that's an important thing. The other thing, of course, is that it causes you to feel less anxious, to feel more centered, more stable, because you're centered in yourself. You're not as, like I said, impacted by other people's urgencies or stresses 
or you know agenda from media or mm. things that happen in the world in your environment in your environment yeah, yeah you're much less or affected the conscious by that collective yeah. exactly so you don't pick up on all that stuff as That's much good. which is really huge the other thing is that it very much enhances your ability to create manifest now that may not make sense to you right now and when you i explain the technical aspect of time and space you'll understand why like that is so critical now What's creation manifestation have to do with this? Well, you're creating your reality all the time, whether you're aware of it or not. Right? You really are. And what's running a lot of it is your distortion, right? So here you are trying to create something, and then your distortion patterns are getting in the way of what you want to create manifest. Mm -hmm. The more you're in your zero point, the more able you are to influence your reality. The faster and better able you are to create manifest on the fly has to do with how high your frequency resonance is. Does that make sense? So you kind of need two things. But being in the zero point really enables you, to the best of your ability, at whatever frequency level that you're at, to influence your what you're experiencing. And creating and manifesting. Manifesting in the moment. So mm -hmm. being in the zero point doesn't mean your resonance is higher. It just helps you to do all these things that raises your resonance. Exactly. Okay. And it allows you to accelerate faster. Okay. Right? It allows you to, actually that brings me to the next point, thank you very much, mm -hmm. be on the higher part of the frequency bandwidth that is you. And if you don't yes. know what the frequency bandwidth that is you is, there's an entire episode that you and I did called Mastering Your Frequency Bandwidth. Yeah. So take a look at that if you don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of free stuff that we put out just mm -hmm. in terms of content. So if you don't know what that is, go take a look at that. Um, the other thing is that when you're in the zero point, you're able to start to do things that are more interesting on a spirit level, especially as your resonance goes up. So one of those things is you start to be able to access the eternal now. Mm. Why is the eternal now so important? Okay, so if you don't understand time, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm giving you a lot of resources. It's a lot packed it's into good, this little it's list. It's good. But there is an entire episode called What is Time? I think it's episode 80. And there's another one called The Frequency Resonance of Time. Both those episodes talk about what is time. Okay, so if you understand the eternal now, so here we are in the present moment of linear time, the more you are in the present moment of linear time centered in your body, the more you can start to access the eternal now, which is where everything on spirit level happens. So the construct of linear time, just as a little shorthand for everybody, is human. It's not what's experienced by every other being that exists in the infiniteness of the all that is, it really just isn't, yeah. okay? So the reason, why do we have linear time? Because we have something called brains. Your brain, while magnificent and can do a lot of really cool stuff, is really much slower and able to process less than consciousness, which is infinite, really, mm. right? So as consciousness, you can be aware of everything happening at all points and you know, time, like all points everywhere happening simultaneously. But with your brain, you can't do that. It mm -hmm. actually doesn't have the um, ability to. So what we do, because we have humanness and we have a, a mind, we compress time. So we compress it like a, just like the way that people take music and compress them into MP3 files. They mm -hmm. flatten that information, mm -hmm. right? So they can deliver faster to people, but it doesn't have all that resonance in it of mm -hmm. the music. Mm -hmm. It's the same way. So your mind will flatten time into something called linear time so that we can understand it. In this human in form. In this human form. Okay. But it's our, cons our construct. It's not actually the eternal now. But the more you're in the zero point, the more you can access the eternal now, which allows you to then access more information, to have more intuitiveness, have more guidance, all that sort of mm. stuff starts to happen. Yes. Also in the zero point, when you're in it, you can start to experience your brilliance even more. 
And that is really spectacular. So when you start to experience the magnificence of your brilliance, it is hard to access if you're not in the zero point. You can do it somewhat, but it's really tough. Okay? If your resonance is high enough, you can access your brilliance, but once you're in the zero point, you actually can experience it, become aware of it, live from it. Yeah, it so. almost seems like being in the zero point is like honoring your embodied self mm -hmm. while like that in itself is honoring your embodied self, yeah. and then you can access yes. your biggest self, it, yes. right? It seems it's, almost yes. like... It's the bridge point. The yes. bridge point. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then the last thing it does is it allows you, or not the last, but the last of my little list anyway, mm -hmm. is it allows you to integrate higher level frequencies more easily, mm -hmm. okay? Because if you're scattered all over the place in time, it's really difficult for you to integrate very high level frequencies. This is not possible. Mm. So as you say, to your point about... It's the zero point being kind of this bridge. Okay, so let me talk a little bit about technically what it is, all right? Okay. So bear with me. I've never actually explained it to this depth, so hopefully I'll, it'll make sense. Okay. okay, and please ask me questions as I go. Okay. Okay. So the zero point is actually the zero point of space and the zero point of time. So you may or may not have heard me talk about this in episode 97, which is Tia's favorite episode about how the rendering works. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is mention that briefly so people understand. Okay. Okay. So let's imagine there's the very, very high frequency resonance of pure source. Okay. The all that is, the divine, oneness, whatever you want to call it. It really doesn't matter. The very highly vibrating resonance or consciousness from which everything comes. So in order to have something other than just the one, you have a drop in frequency vibration, okay? And that causes something that we call individuation, like something separate from the one. Mm -hmm. So that consciousness that individuates from the one isn't human, okay? It's just separate from the one, meaning it realizes it's separate from, but still intrinsically connected. It's not human at all. It's extraordinarily high in its vibrational level. That consciousness, because it's aware of its infiniteness and all of the possibility, chooses at some point to embody because it wants to have a certain experience. Okay? Mm -hmm. I know that the embodiment can be challenging, but that's the point. It's challenging. So when you can actually surmount it and actually remember your essence as infinite indestructible consciousness, it's a massive acceleration for you because you've transcended the illusion of the density. Makes sense? And the veil of forgetting. And the veil of forgetting. Yeah, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So you transcend all that. So it's a lot of growth for you as this higher level being of individual consciousness. Okay, so when you descend in vibration level to become embodied, because now you've chosen this, right? You want to have an embodied experience. You as individual consciousness. Mm -hmm. This is not you as a human. Okay, yes. so please, no, yes. it's not the same. All right, so now you're sending an aspect of your consciousness and you have to descend in vibrational level to embody because now you're very, very high level vibrating consciousness. Now you've got to come into density. You've got to drop in, in, in vibration to become form. Mm -hmm. The individuated consciousness needs to create a structure or a mechanism through which it can bridge the embodiment, right? You have the eternal now, which is like the everythingness, very high mm -hmm. in resonance. Everything is happening in the present moment. And then you have the human embodiment, which is a flattening of time into linear time. You need some kind of structure to like bridge that. It's like a huge jump in resonance. Mm -hmm. I, it's very difficult for me to explain the massive, incredible jump in resonance that is. Yeah. Like it's huge. So you need something that bridges both, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's what we call the spirit body, which is a sphere that's at arm's length all around you that projects into the center of itself, like a hologram, your physical body. Your brain is a projector. Okay, of that hologram. Mm -hmm. 
So here's mm -hmm. a spirit body. It renders you physically. Mm -hmm. Your brain is the thing that causes this thing or this illusion around you. Okay, the reality. Mm -hmm. Make sense? So the spirit body is sort of like the little mechanism or midway point, okay? So that we can interface between the physical and spirit. Okay, that's what you were asking about. Yes. Why space and time? Like, right. Why is that so important, this consciousness? As the spirit body renders you, okay, the physicalness, mm -hmm. okay, even like when you're, okay, so the spirit body exists before you're born, okay? So as you, here you are coming into form, spirit body, then whoop, it renders into this little baby. Mm -hmm. I know this is a bit of a trippy thing. You're constantly rendering. It's not a fixed thing. But your spirit body has the imprint of like, what does it mean for a human to age? So it's projecting second by second by second by second you aging because it has a habituated story that you have based on your distortion, based on your lineage patterns, based on the human story of what it means to age. And it projects that into You're you. saying your mind connects with the... Yeah, the spirit body mm -hmm. projects this, your mind interprets it and creates the reality that's you. Got it. Okay? Mm -hmm. But it's like as a baby, as a two-year-old, and a four-year-old, yep. and a 13-year-old, et cetera, et cetera, okay? It's not static, people. It's fluid always, mm. okay? So just please be aware of this. So I'm trying to explain something fluid that's happening that has many, many possibilities linearly, okay? It's so very I'm, challenging. It's very challenging, so I'm doing my best, all right? So, <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> all right, so here we go. Why do you need space and time? Space is important because in our density, we have something called structure. Everything is structure, right? The distance between your, the molecules in your blood, the, how your bones are structured, your organs, the placement between your brain and your body, like all this sort of stuff, right? The molecules of these plants, mm -hmm. everything is spatially oriented. Mm -hmm. It's structure. It's what creates form. Yes. You need space, okay, in order to have density. Okay. You also need time. Why? Time is the thing upon which that entire collective illusion works. It's kind of like, you know, in those spy movies where everyone's like, let's sync our watches to zero. Tink! You mm -hmm. know, and they're all going to like do the heist, you uh -huh. know, and they're like, everyone's synchronized to the same point in time. Right. When you come into the reality as a, as a newborn, okay, so you're newborn, tuk, right? You probably scream and cry. Mm -hmm. You enter a certain space-time resonance, okay? It's like everything in that reality, you just like come in and you agree in that moment to what the zero point of time is. In this reality in as this an space embodied time, human. As an embodied human that you're it's sharing. It's like a law that you agreed to kind of... Yeah, it's yeah. more like a coordinate. A coordinate, okay. okay. Okay, so it's more like, okay, we've all agreed this is zero of time. Okay, so that means, for example, that with space, the illusion is consistent among all of us that share this space-time resonance. So what's, like you and I agree, there's a painting there, that there are the flowers here, that you're wearing this and I'm wearing that, right. and this is what we actually look like, and this is this room. It creates a collective illusion. If you don't have the zero of time, there's no collectivity in the illusion. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. It's the glue that holds the illusion together. Okay. okay? Space is the thing that gives the illusion structure. Make sense? It's yes. a thing that gives it form. Yeah. And then it pins it to something called time, right? It puts it in the illusion. Mm. I hope that makes sense. That was so well put. Okay. Yes, that totally makes sense. Cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So all of this stuff is important. And when you're in the zero point of space and time, you bring yourself into that zero point that you come into. 
that you were born to and you were like, okay, this is the collective agreement of everybody in this space-time resonance of what zero is. The more you're in zero, the more you can affect that list of things I just gave you at the beginning, yeah. right? Because yeah. you're right, like, it's kind of like being in flow. You know when yeah. people talk about being in flow? Oh yeah, the flow state. The flow state, you're in the zero. Mm. Okay, they talk about it as flow for sure. And I, I get it, and it feels like you're in this like expansive, open like flow state. But really what you're in is you're in the zero. Because when you're in the zero point, you're on that, that what did we call it, the gateway or that point where you're just the between- The bridge point. The bridge point, yeah. yes, between physical and spirit. Because you really are. You're right in that coordinate. It's a, it's a coordinate, literally, mm. of that space-time reality that is right smack between physical and spirit. Which is what you want. Yes. That's what you want. And that's when yeah. you can start to bridge into the eternal now. Do you understand now? Because if you're in that sweet spot, yeah. that's when you can now enter that spirit opening, let's just call it, mm -hmm. of the eternal now, which is like the the eternal now, the present for everything, which is where all spirit happens, right? Which is when you get more guidance, more intuition, etc. Mm -hmm. The more aligned you are with that, the more you're open to it. Make sense? The more you have access to it. Yes. Okay. So that's and so for creation manifestation, why does that matter? Because when you're in that sweet spot, spirit to bo and and body, mm -hmm. right together, that's when you start to have influence from not just the physical bound aspect, but mm -hmm. from, from that infiniteness of the consciousness that you are at spirit that is aware of all the possibilities available to it and. And the higher you are in frequency resonance, the more you can access those higher and higher level possibilities, mm -hmm. which makes your physical reality better. Mm. And that's the whole point, like, yes. of being the best version of us. We don't want to be a human stuck in our distortion in a dark hole going around and around. Mm -hmm. Like, we want to be embodied to access the eternal now and be a body. Yeah. And experience what that's like to co-create with the universe. Yes. and. Taste in, things and feel things. Yes, yes through okay. the senses, yes. through form. Yes. So that's the thing. It's about the celebration of life. Yes. When you're not in the zero, you don't. It's kind of hard to get into the celebration of life, right? Because it kind of just feels like yeah. life is crunchy, right? Yeah. Kind of sucks. Things like, are overwhelming. Yeah. Everybody's like irritated. Yeah. You're stressed out. People are trying to get you to do things. Whatever it is. So when you're not in the zero, the experience is not good. It doesn't feel centered. It doesn't feel stable. It can feel overwhelming. It yeah. can feel like people are pressing into you. Yeah. Life is happening to you. You're a victim. It kind of just sucks, yep. right? Yep. So that is where you're at if you're not in the zero point. Now, I'm sure it's impossible to be in that 1,000% of the time. For sure. So would you say, what, like first thing in the morning, like ways to like... Get yourself in. Yeah, tap into that as much as you can. Yeah. Right so your question is, how do I get into the zero point more? Yes. Right? Okay. So for those of you who need help with getting into the zero point more, so first of all, um, when you do a GFC or a group frequency calibration or any kind of frequency work, I'm pulling you into the zero. Okay, that's what I do every single time. I do it over and over and over and over again. And some people who've been doing this for a while are like, geez, like kind of, haven't we done this enough? No, no. you can't. It's about refinement into that point. Yep. Okay, when you can hold the point now, Here's the thing, some of you are getting strong enough internally to be able to be in that point for longer longer periods of time. When you're in that flow state where it feels really good, where you feel very expansive and grounded and aware of everything happening around you. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can be in it more and more for longer and longer periods of time. That is a consequence of your frequency resonance rising mm -hmm. and you becoming internally strong. That's why detox is important that we talked about in yes. another episode, right? It allows you to strengthen to be able to hold the zero. A lot of people have the distortion 
where they scatter all over the place. Like it's kind of messy. Okay. okay. Meaning they're all they're scattered all over. They can't focus. They can't complete things. They can't get things done. They're losing they things. Even yeah. like bumping into things. I've bumping, seen all yeah. yeah. Bumping into things. They can't remember. It's kind of messy. Yeah. Okay. Or another thing is they could feel a lot of people. They feel everyone else, right? But they can't feel them. That's another indication that you're not near zero, right? Mm. And it becomes overwhelming. Not, I mean, there's one. It's one thing as an empath to feel, right, and to hold your space and be like, okay, I can feel all that, but it's but not mine. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel me. So mm-hmm. that's out there, and that's mm-hmm. great. But it's not me. It's mm-hmm. not my resonance. Mm-hmm. So, it's that's a different experience of being like sucked into all these other people's feelings, emotions, like whatever, stresses, whatever, right? As an empath, it's hard because you pick up on all that stuff. So to be in the zero as an empath is extraordinarily important. I mean, it's important for everybody, but really, especially for empaths. Because they're more easily swayed out of it. Yeah, Yeah, can be. So that's the thing about um, the zero point is that, you know, as you get stronger, I'm just going to contrast this for a moment. There are people who cannot hold the zero point, okay, at all. So most people, most people like running around the earth don't even know what the zero point is, no. right? Let's be honest. Like yeah. most people don't know what it is. No. Okay. And there's some people who we will call crazy because they can't hold the zero or any be anywhere close to it. So let me just go back a little bit, mm-hmm. okay? So remember I said that you have space and time together, right? So space is a physical thing, right? You're, and I talk about this all the time. The center of the zero point is right here in the center of your solar plexus, okay? Between your belly button and the basal mm-hmm. sternum. So it's a very physical place because it's in the center of the physical rendering that's you. You're projecting yourself, yes? And then you have time, which isn't physical. It's more like you can bring yourself into the present moment of time with your attention and your focus. And it's very simple, right? It's like, okay, well, I'm just going to become present. Yeah, exactly. Just do it over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. We just forget. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some people who when they they can't be present here, they're, they're not internally strong enough. So what happens is they experience multiple realities. So let me just explain this to you, okay? Just in case it doesn't make sense to people. It's, it's, really, it's really terrifying, okay, for somebody who's experienced it. Okay, so for someone who's not internally strong enough to stay in the space-time resonance into which they're born, they experience multiple realities. So let me just back up a little bit. What dictates a certain reality and what it looks like and who's in it and what those people in it do and how they interact with each other has to do simply with the space-time resonance. It's a vibrational level. That is it, honestly, people. It's not, it sounds very simple. It is, it's mm. truly. The difference between reality to reality reality is a change in resonance. That is it. So in a different reality, let's just say, mm-hmm. I don't know you. Yeah. We've never met. You've never moved to Hawaii. Yeah. I don't, I don't know you. We don't, we have never, you don't, you don't exist to me. Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. Or there are realities where I didn't meet Chris. Or the realities where I chose to not do frequency work. Or the reality, do you see what I'm saying? All existing at once. Mm-hmm. But they, but because I chose the way I did, and because I hold a certain dominant timeline, this is my reality. This is my dominant one. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? So all those things exist, but they're not like what my focus is, right? This is not yeah. my reality because, yes, they all exist, but because my focus, my awareness, my consciousness is focused on this timeline, it's what's manifesting in form. Does wow, that make that sense? fascinating. It's yeah. there, but yeah. it's not physical in the same way because I don't experience it because my consciousness is here. Yeah, your consciousness is in, in this, this reality. Yeah. Yes. And what will happen is as you get stronger and stronger, all of your different realities start to become one. Like they all start to merge and become one reality in a good way. Oh, Meaning okay. you don't get like scattered in these weird yes, yes. loops or like distortions that you can get caught in, right? So for example, the way I, the way why I mentioned that is, so 
Let's just imagine, and I have clients like this, who literally, let's just imagine this person, I'm just making this up for the yeah. point of discussion. A person lives in Cincinnati and they tell me, oh, there's, there's a riot here today in Cincinnati. But I look in the news and there's no riot. There's nothing happened in Cincinnati. It was a beautiful day. Nothing happened. But there's a reality where it did. Mm. And they're in it. Now, they're also experiencing the next day a reality where not only did the riot happen, but now they're in like lockdown, for example. Or there are now raids on their house. Or there's other people who are trying to get to them. Whatever. Do you see what I'm saying? Wow. There are all these different realities. Now, and the other weird thing, okay, it's, I know it's a bit of a mind bend, but that's just the way time is. Mm -hmm. Relationships are different. So let's just imagine that there are realities where for example, we do know each other, but we actually don't like each other for some reason. Oh. Yeah, no, 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 no but just like, <laughs> just imagine, kidding. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something happened where there was something where there was a misunderstanding. Okay. Okay? And we and, don't like each other. And we don't like each other for some reason because we, there was that misunderstanding. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. It can change a relationship between you and me. It, wow. it just changes. So imagine if you're now in different realities, you don't know what the hell which one is the real one. Oh and you're God. pinging around and you Going can't... Going back and forth between, between them. Because there's only like one at a time that your consciousness can be in. Correct. So it's like consciousness here. Oh, now it's in it's this one. Bit. Exactly. Now it's in that one. Yes. Ooh. Right? And so you can't trust people because who the hell's going to show up? Yeah. Right? No, I'm serious. That's crazy. Who's going to show up? Is it the nice version of this person? The not so nice? The mean version? Like, who is it going to be? And I'm sure a Western doctor would be like, you're schizophrenic. Exactly. Yeah. You are schizophrenic. Really what it is, is they can't hold the resonance of space and time. Wow. Crazy. And it's not wild. crazy in the sense that they're crazy. It's terrible, actually. Yeah. It's totally terrifying, okay? I'm not saying that it's easy, mm -hmm. but that's why it's happening, mm -hmm. okay? So they can't hold a space-time resonance. It's, like I said, a terrible thing. So most of us don't have that, thankfully, okay? Most of us are oblivious and we don't have that. But we have little versions of this, okay, where it's like, you have an example of this. So, for example, you, well, the first time I met Tia, actually, I, um, we, you were giving me acupuncture, and then I asked if you had something wrong with your stomach or something, and I asked if you wouldn't mind if I worked on you. Mm -hmm. You were totally open to it. Mm -hmm. And we worked on something completely unrelated. I don't even remember the, what it was, actually. And then you texted me, like, a day later and said, oh, my God, I had a conversation with my mother, and she's totally different, right? She used to be very critical of me, blah, 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 blah. Right? Sorry, mm -hmm. Mama, I know you're watching. Yeah. But right? It used to be like this. Yeah. But now, very loving, kind, and whatever. Like, mm -hmm. totally different person. Mm -hmm. Why? You went from one space-time reality to another. The woman who comes in now for you is different. She's a different resonance because you're in a different space-time reality that's higher in resonance where your mom shows up differently. I know. Crazy, right? Wow. So that's how it happens so fast. And some people, it's it's amazing when you can, there's some, not everyone does this, okay? So people who watch this, oh my God, maybe I'll like drop and my reality will get worse. Okay, first of all, when you do frequency work, your resonance is going to go up. When your resonance goes up, the realities that show up, the mm -hmm. people that show up, they show up in a better, higher level version of themselves. So it's not going to get worse, yeah. right? So just to be really clear. So the other thing too is that the more you hold your zero point, right, especially as your frequency resonance rises, the more different higher quality people are attracted to you, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That just happens like as a result of your resonance being higher, the realities that you create like, or that you're choosing to are participate in are also higher. And that is a reflection in your reality. I know it's a little trippy. But it super is, and it, I totally understand it. It's yeah. just like, wow. Yeah, it's very complex. It's complex, yeah. And so my point simply is, if you want to have 
the best experience where you can open to more, and I forgot to mention this actually, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. The zero point also allows you to be in a point where you can have more synchronicity, more magic, more abundance. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you're right in that sweet spot between physical and spirit, where especially as your resonance starts to rise, right? As your resonance starts to rise. So not only are you in the sweet spot, your resonance is rising. It opens the fields of possibility to you you're the, in terms of what you can access and the higher level of order things that you can access. Now, there is an episode podcast called Towards the Zero Point, I think it's what it's mm -hmm. called, mm -hmm. which is about the zero point path. Okay, so it's different from the zero point itself. So I'm sorry, I know it's a bit confusing because I'm using um, things that are overlapping, but I just want to distinguish these two things, okay? Mm -hmm. The zero point that I'm talking about now is the zero point of time and space, okay? The zero point path is, if you watch that episode, it's still accurate. It's when you're, if you can imagine um, a triangle and you, uh, the zero point path is when you get to the center at the base of the triangle and then you go right up in a straight line towards the apex. Okay, mm -hmm. that's what I call the zero point path because when you start to release your distortion patterns on either end of the triangle at the base, like if you imagine the base mm -hmm. of a triangle, is very dark, very light. So what you're doing is as you come into center by releasing more and more of your distortion patterns, you come into the zero point between dark and light. And as your frequency resonance rises, you rise up towards the apex of that triangle. When you get to that apex, it flips, and then you start to enter the eternal of spirit, okay, mm. which is infinite. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can watch that, but I just yeah. want to distinguish. That's what I call the zero point path, okay? okay? And the thing is, you know, all of this stuff that we're discussing, I know it's very heady, and I know it's a little complicated, but it requires a certain frequency resonance to even access this information. Like to understand, to understand it, mm -hmm. to even know that it's there. Yeah. So for example, when I filmed that episode about the zero point path, I didn't know as much about the zero point of space and time yet. Sure, Right. because you're always upgrading and yeah, changing. Totally and changing. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that was a lot of like... It's totally a lot, and it totally makes sense. It's just like, wow, this new exciting information. Mm -hmm. I feel like... Anyone who who kind of got that mm -hmm. would be excited to want to be in the zero point. More. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Listen to this GFC like every morning. Or yeah, something. exactly. And I would say that one of the biggest tools that you can use is the centering to the zero point GFC that I gave, which a lot of people, a lot of you who are watching, have it. Mm -hmm. It's really uh, the reason I I gave that GFC um, to finish my thought is that I wanted to give a tool for people to come into the zero point fast. So you're in your middle of your day, it's busy. It's not yeah. like you have 30 minutes to like peace out and like listen to a GFC. It's just yeah. like hard sometimes. So there's a clip in there that's I think five to 10 minutes or something like, like this. 10, yeah. yeah, so it just pulls you right in. Yeah. So you can listen to it really quick and just bring yourself back into the that zero. That is great. Yeah. yeah, and it just will pull you back in. So you guys can do it yourself, okay? So just to have people understand, it's mm -hmm. not like you can't facilitate coming into the zero point yourself. You can. It's just sometimes if you're out too much of the zero point, it's really hard it's to hard pull to yourself pull back in. Oh, you... yeah. Anyone, just imagine being ultimately triggered, Yeah. you know, by something. Can you really in that state bring it? No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> It's like, yeah. yeah, you can't bring yourself into center because you're yeah. so flummoxed. You've got yeah. to experience the emotion and the thoughts yeah. and all that stuff, and you're just not in your center. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the um, centering yourself in the GFC is really important. Other ways to get yourself into the zero point, if that doesn't, if you don't have access to that GFC for some reason, is to ask the question that we ask at the beginning of every GFC. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? Now you think to yourself, well, that seems like a, kind of a simple question. It is, but what you're evoking is your higher self. What you're saying is, 
help me by increasing my frequency resonance. You're not even saying help me. You're just like increase frequency resonance because mm -hmm. that's what it does without mm -hmm. even like you ask. Yeah, it just does it without you asking for it. Mm -hmm. So by asking the question, it starts to raise your frequency resonance, which puts you into a better state to be able to access your zero point in the first place. Yep. The other thing you can do to help you is to triangulate. Yep. Now, if anybody has done any of my work or any of my GFCs, that you will know that triangulating is simply becoming aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you and then becoming aware of the distance between the object and you mm -hmm. and then feel the distance. Mm -hmm. Some of you need more than three points. Some of you will need six. Okay. And if you need six points, it's helpful, I have found, to pick a point above you, below you, in front of you, behind you, and to each side. Yes. Okay. So you kind of like, you're centering yourself yep. in space, kind of. And you're, you're, you're essentially refining the zero point of space for yourself by doing that. And because you're aware of what you're doing, you're putting yourself in the zero point of time. Mm -hmm. Okay. And another thing that you can do to help you, which I've been using recently, which is really helpful, is to, and it's going to sound completely almost like silly, it's to breathe into your heels. Huh. So if you take a breath and you imagine from, and for some of you, you'll need to, and who've been doing my work, you'll notice that I've been doing this more. If you inhale into first um, your hip, if you can't access your heels, you're like, that seems like I can't do that. Then inhale, bring your attention, imagine your breath pulling into your left hip. And then next inhale, imagine your breath pulling into your heel. Mm. And the then only, other hip and then, then yeah. And then as you become aware of your heels, become aware of the space between your heels and the earth. And it's the weirdest thing. Hmm. It will start to like anchor you. It's so wild. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's cool, cool though. It totally yeah. works. And what you'll notice is your body starts to relax. It's mm -hmm. really kind of wild. Mm -hmm. So that's another tip for you. That's great. And you don't have to and you don't have to like do anything. I mean, you can be doing it in no. the middle of a meeting. You yeah, haven't I'm moved at all. I was just saying that, like stuck in traffic, waiting in line, like mm -hmm. Forget being on your phone. Do this. Yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that you, pulls you out. Exactly. Instagram, scrolling, whatever. Yeah. This is a way better thing to do. Yeah. 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 So those are things that can help you come into the zero point so that you can feel more centered, more grounded, mm -hmm. less scattered, less stressed, all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Um, <laughs> this is like a total side question. I was sure. just kind of curious. It came up. Like people that are in a coma mm -hmm. where their minds are not on board, mm -hmm. but their mm -hmm. bodies are still here. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking about what's going on with them because they're probably in other realities. Yeah. Their kind of coordinates are not here. Or yes. when you take drugs, yeah. right? Your coordinate must change or, yeah. or wait, multiple personalities. Realities. Yeah. So that's the challenge with taking drugs is it pulls you right out of this zero of this space-time resonance. Mm -hmm. it, that's why it um, possessions happen so easily. Yeah. Um, because you literally leave the framework of your body, basically, and other things can come in. So yeah. that's not great. Yeah. That's the danger with that. Um, I know a lot of people, for example, who do ayahuasca, the thread of the singing, you know, meaning a lot yeah. of um, kunaderas will will sing, yeah. you know, through, if they're good. They'll, yeah. they'll sing or tell story the whole night. Mm -hmm. The sound of their voice is like that thread that back to you. this space-time resonance. That's why they do it. They may not express it that way. Oh, it might just be their tradition. Yeah. But the reason why the hell they're doing it is to bring you back here. Because that's their job. Yeah. If they're it, good, yeah. I mean, honestly. Is to like they hold have the hold the space. Anchor yeah, you in. Yeah. Exactly. So that you have your experience, you learn whatever you need to learn. And you're here. Yeah. And then yeah. you bring you back here, mm -hmm. right? So that you don't get all messed up, yeah. basically. Yeah. When you come back. So um that's part of what they're doing. And then, but people in comas, for example. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people will keep people in comas for a long because you know we have all these machines now that keep people alive. And I'm certainly not suggesting what anyone should do. Okay. So what I'm what I, I'm saying from a spirit perspective is you're 
delaying often the allowing the body to end. Yeah. Okay. So you have this false, like the body's alive, the spirit is already disengaged. Okay. Or trying to. Mm-hmm. And you have this very wonky thing that happens with space and time that, I, to be honest, I don't quite understand, but it's not great. And it's very rare that the that it's very. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It can obviously that the spirit will re-enter, Come back in. Mm-hmm. okay, into that into that rendering. But oftentimes it won't because it has left, and you're not completing the death process of the body mm-hmm. by and keeping someone alive. Alive, yeah, yeah. And it's it's not like if because if you pulled out all the machines and you stopped the drugs, their body would collapse. Typically, gotcha. yeah. Typically, right? Yeah. So it can't sustain life on its own. Mm-hmm. So, and I understand why people do it and why people have hope and why they, you know, they want all that, which, you know, that that's their choice. But really by doing that, you're trying to arrest a very specific part of the death process that is not great, okay, to have the completion that's required. Mm-hmm. And often, like I said, a lot, from what I see a lot of the time, I'm not saying this is always the case, most of the time, the being, I mean, the thing that animates that body has separated, okay? And it's trying to move. Right. And by not completing it, it doesn't get to as well. Oh. Makes sense? So it gets caught in this very weird... In-between space. In-between space, which isn't awesome, to be honest. Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so what a, wow, what a rich topic. A lot to chew on. Mm -hmm. Might be the first time that people have heard these things. Yeah. I would say let's pause here and yeah. let, let it soak in unless yeah. there's anything else you want to mention. No, yeah. I think that's great. And um, again, if this was a very dense topic for you, just in terms of like what we're talking about, it's like a lot, mm-hmm. right? It's okay. You can listen to this. Um, you may not understand it, but it's there. You know, it's, oh, yeah, it's like you said, through. like you can just play it and just be in the resonance, resonance. of what you're saying. You don't mm-hmm. even have to actually understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then for those of you watching or listening, the GFC at the end will start to help you come into the zero point. It's odd, you know, sometimes we resist the zero point, even though we want to be in it because it's kind of like a little kid who's tired. You know, they're trying to avoid the nap and the mother's like, please just sleep, you know, but the little kid's resisting it. It's the same with us sometimes. We can resist the zero point even though we know it's good for us. So um, this will help to release resistance and to start to help you come into it more. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay. Here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for preparing to enter into the zero point. So 
As those of you who've watched the interview know, um, there can be resistance or distortion patterns that prevent us from even entering the zero point. Now, this is a, a introductory level group frequency calibration, and it will start to release the distortions that prevent you from entering the zero point or recognizing when you're not in it. And if you want something that will take you right into the zero point, uh, which is specifically designed to bring you into the zero point, then there is the centering into the zero point uh, GFC available on the website. It's a very powerful tool. Okay, this is sort of like the prep work, let's put it that way. Okay, so here we go. Becoming aware, please, of your body. And as you become aware of your body, allowing yourself to really sink into whatever is supporting you. And just noticing your body as it does that. So meaning, noticing the parts of your body that are more tense, uh, the parts of your body that can relax more easily or, or are in a released state. Noticing the texture of whatever is supporting you. And for those of you who are more advanced or who are more experienced, to notice more minute or granular details, such as the stretch and the spread of the skin as your weight settles in, the compression of the flesh and the muscles. Just noticing. For some of you, as you settle in, you'll notice that you start to slow down in terms of your breath. And for some of you, you'll notice that your heartbeat starts to slow as well. As already, I am starting to pull us more into the zero point of space and time. Okay. Excellent. And of course, you're doing it yourself by becoming aware of your body in this present moment with this level of detail. That's why I, I suggest that you become aware of certain parts of your body, right? So empowering yourself to come into the zero point even more. So now please become aware of the backs of your knees. Noticing the warmth at the backs of the knees, whether they're a little bit damp, what they're touching, the space that they take up. So meaning from how much space is there from the top of the back of your knee to the bottom? What is that distance? and from side to side. So noticing more detail. And now please 
become aware of your breath. Just noticing it first. Often we don't pay attention to our breath. So just noticing how your breath is right now, in this moment. And after a couple of breaths, allowing your breath to really slow down, to take up more space in the body. To expand. And as your breath gets more full, becoming aware of or imagining your breath as spherical. Now, most people, when they are even thinking about their breath as having a direction, will imagine that their breath is in front of them or behind them. In this case, please imagine that your breath is expanding and contracting in all directions around you, spherically. However that shows up for you, whether you feel it, sense it, see it, it doesn't really matter. However that shows up for you is just great. And what we're doing is cultivating spherical awareness. As opposed to just linear awareness, like what's just right in front of us. Spherical awareness allows us to receive more knowingness more quickly, to be aware of things that aren't just what we're focused on. And cultivates a higher level order of awareness which is more like how we're aware in the higher levels of consciousness. Okay, So if none of that makes sense to you, it's totally fine. Becoming aware of your surroundings. And as you become aware of your surroundings, Becoming aware of the sounds around you, both on your end and my end. So there's a massive soundscape all around you. Noticing even the little sounds close to you that are 
repetitive, that sound almost like white noise that we don't pay attention to anymore. Like the whirring of a fan, the hum of a fridge or a heater. Whatever it is, just noticing the layers of sound. And as you notice the different layers of sound, noticing the direction from which the sound is coming and the relative distance. So it doesn't have to be precise. It could be like, well, I'm aware of the fridge and it's to my left and slightly behind me by about, I don't know, some distance, right? Like medium, medium far. And then I can hear beyond that the traffic much farther away to my left, directly to my left, or whatever it is, okay? So you're getting a sense of where things are in terms of the sensory stimulus versus you. Current starts to help to refine where you are in space, helps to um, clarify the coordinate of space. becoming now aware of the quality of the light. So this will require that you blink your eyes open. Okay? Now, some of you can actually do it with your eyes closed. But for the vast majority of people, you'll have to blink your eyes open. So you're not staring at anything in particular. You're just noticing the quality of the light, which is different all the time, depending on the time of the day, the time of the year, the weather, and whatever. Other things are happening on the etheric planes, translated into light. Good. Good. And then when you're ready, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, triangulating means becoming aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And as you become aware of each of these objects, becoming aware of the distance between each object and you, and then feeling that distance. So for example, if object A is the sofa and you notice that the sofa is about seven feet from you, you would notice the distance of seven feet between the sofa and you. And then you would feel the distance between the sofa and you. 
And you would do the same things for objects B and C. And as you do this, your sense of where you are in space will start to clarify. Will become more focused, more present for you. Again, pulling you further into or closer to the zero point. Good. Becoming aware of your heart space whenever you're complete with that. Closing your eyes if you haven't already. Let's take a nice deep breath in. Holding your breath for a count of five. And whenever you're ready, releasing all the air out of your lungs at the speed and intensity that you prefer. Holding your breath out for a count of six. And after you finish that one long breath, please go ahead and breathe normally. And what we're waiting for is for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. And whilst we do that, please know that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level, for those of you who are new and are not familiar with my work. The second thing you should know is that I do make sound. So you may hear me yawn, hum, or exhale sharply. It's typically how I release heavier, stickier distortion patterns. Not always, but often. And I also work a lot in silence. Okay, so if you don't hear me, I'm still working on you. It's just that if I'm working with really high frequencies, if I make physical noise, it just drops the resonance, which doesn't serve you. Good. So now that the mastermind has coalesced and become coherent, asking ourselves the question, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again, for those of you who are new, is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please become aware of the space at the center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, becoming aware of a brilliance 
at its very core. And because you have your attention on this brilliance that you either see or feel, it starts to brighten, to expand, to radiate outwards through all of yourselves, through your organs, through your bones, out through your muscles and your flesh, radiating out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. And now, please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of where it began. How high your frequency resonance is dictates everything from what your reality looks like, how you perceive it, how much distortion you can release, and how quickly you integrate. So this is one of the most important things we do together. Good. Becoming aware, please, of your xiphoid process. Just right at the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the middle of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. If you trace your finger down along the sternum to its base, where it goes from bone to flesh, that fleshy point, which is a little tender when you press on it, 
That is your xiphoid process. So working on different subgroups here. For some of you, okay, you resist time. It's hard for you. You find it constraining or you find it something that is very scarce. You're always chasing it. But time for you is a constraint that you don't like. For others of you, space or being in the center of the body is difficult because you associate the body with trauma or pain or suffering or an unsafe place for some of you, okay? So irrespective of which one it is and what your particular challenges with each, Helping release this distortion so that you can, there we go. Move more easily into the zero point. Yeah, for just a moment, bringing your attention now, please, to the heart space. Starting to amplify the frequency resonance of the earth into the heart space. So if you can imagine a place that you love in nature, whether it's a park or somewhere totally remote, Imagine standing on this space, but instead of just looking at the space as if you're standing in it, it's like you're looking down at yourself in that space. And as you imagine yourself looking down at yourself, becoming aware of the groundedness and centeredness you feel in this space 
as you observe yourself or imagine yourself standing in this beautiful place you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Bringing your attention to the xiphoid process and about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it towards the belly button, clearing out the pain body. Because your pain body has a memory of you before the frequency work, we don't clear it out. It's harder to integrate into the new, higher resonating version of you. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.